Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another show here at The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos, and I am excited. I get to interview someone in the cannabis industry, which my husband and I are huge advocates for. So we have here today Brian Chaplin, who is the CEO and founder of Medicine Box. His website is medicineboxwellness.com. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen. It's really nice to be here today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We were just talking a little bit offline about um, the current state of affairs in your in, in your place right now. And at the time mm -hmm. of this recording, just the wildfires and what's going on in California and New York and uh, just all, all these crazy things. I'm just cur curious if you had any general opening thoughts about what is currently going on in our world. <laughs> uh, I call it the age of uncertainty. You mm -hmm. know, it's... Uh, I think the consciousness is rising right now and mm -hmm. we're coming, we're coming out of a lot of old ways on how, um, our culture, you know, and, and the humans on this planet have done things. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are having a hard time, um, raising and vibrating through that consciousness. And we're still kind of holding on to these old ways. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're not fully committed to like, we just got to go, we just got to go with it. And, you know, esoterically, uh, you know, mother nature is responding. And I right. found that, you know, through the whole quarantine, stay at home COVID, I was very grateful to be where I am in Lake Tahoe and, and nature. But, um, you know, I know a lot of people in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco Bay area, that's only three and a half hours west of where I'm at, uh, was a bit more challenging, yeah. but with COVID, you know, it, it's not really what COVID is. It's what the message of COVID is. And mm -hmm. if, if, if you have awareness around what that is, it's, it's a virus, you know, viruses mm -hmm. come from nature. And I, I feel that mother nature, um, has, uh, is responding to us and she's out of homeostasis. She's out of balance. And the reason why she's out of balance is because all of us humans that are on the planet trying to create this like global economy and global takeover, mm. um, mother nature is always in charge. And the same mm. here in California with these wildfires, you know, it's devastating. Um, there's a fire 50 miles from, uh, where I'm sitting right now. Uh, and, Tahoe usually has these magical blue skies and uh, it's gray outside. San Francisco mm. Bay Area is, is nuts. But again, Mother Nature is responding because she is out of balance. And that's the message. And we need to focus on more of that and not the why, what, what, like how we're going to do this and the conspiracy theories that it's a political play and people are burning down the forest to mm. distract us all. I mean, it's like, no, it's like, that's just further polarizing you from our connection and our true connection with nature and nature for medicine box. We say that, um, 
we design plant-based therapeutics through the seven pillar wisdom of mindfulness, food, community, collaboration, recovery, where nature is this evolving medium that weaves it all together. Nature is always evolving, even when we're not paying attention. But now there's so many more people that are paying attention to nature. They want to move away from the cities, be Mm -hmm. immersed in nature. But there's a lot of people that need to learn nature and respect nature. And the fires here are very, very, very transformative. Mm -hmm. And they're devastating, but it's transforming something. So there's a message around that too. So we need to stop, pay attention, observe what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you really elaborating on that. I think right now, maybe some people's coping mechanism is to try to fix the problem. You know, they're Mm -hmm. trying to overanalyze it. They're trying to, I don't know, they're trying to do everything and anything but sit still and Mm -hmm. reflect and say, what is the message that's coming out of this experience? And, you know, at the time of this recording, we're about six months into it. I think a lot of people are beginning to slow down now and realize that this is not necessarily something to overanalyze, but to Mm -hmm. use it as a time to look inward. Um, And I love how you said, like, this is a time to get back in touch with nature. Like we, we were not really in control to begin with. We need to trust mother nature and trust that she's doing, like she's doing good work for us and for the earth. Absolutely. And you said that, you know, the, people want to fix. I mean, that's just the arrogance and the Mm. maniacal ways of humans. Like nature's always fixing herself. That's why it's been around for so long. These these plants behind me, I mean, and the the cannabis plant that we're going to talk about, the hemp plant, you know, ayahuasca, peyote, all these other plant medicines, they have been around a hell of a lot longer than us. And they know a lot more than us because nature's always in this like cyclical um, repair mode mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's always, it's working for us. And there's a principle of permaculture that I really like to speak about is uh, work with nature, not against it. And when you work with nature, you're going to be in flow with nature. You're going to be in flow with yourself, your relationships, um, your business and whatever else you're working on. But too many people try to work, against nature and when you work mm-hmm. against nature or fix right it's going to push back eventually right. so right. yeah yeah absolutely well let's dive in a little bit into what you do at medicine box because i feel like what what you're explaining it sounds to me it really ties into what you do so tell us a little bit like for people that are learning about medicine box for the first time what is it about mm-hmm. and uh why'd you start it yeah I, well i told you that you know, just kind of the purpose of designing plant-based therapeutics through the seven pillar wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And really the overall mission is to create uh, sovereignty and, and human health and happiness. Right. And that kind of goes into the part of like, there's, you know, the fixing, right. The arrogance of our like Western civilization that, um, you know, we wait till we get sick right? Mm. Like we're not being proactive. We're being reactive. It's like, Oh, I have all this anxiety. I I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I have this pain. So the medical system is going to be there to rescue us. Like if you really think about that, that's a little bit arrogant because the medical system isn't there to rescue us. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're there to try to like fix, but then you have this big system called big pharma that's Mm. over here, that's not really trying to fix the underlying issue. 
Mm-hmm. It's just trying to create, um, you know, um, deal with the symptoms of what you're experiencing, you know, say anxiety, yeah. put you on these, you know, pharmaceutical pills. So really when I started to, you know, explore my own, you know, sovereignty and health and happiness coming out of a, a very chaotic relationship with drugs and alcohol, mm. um, I was cultivating cannabis and it was just for fun. I was, I come from the traditional marketplace. So that's just, that's the uh, PC way to say the black market. So we say the traditional market in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you know anything about cannabis in California, it is, you know, a, a cash crop here. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I, I was cultivating starting in 2009. Um, I was very, active in a, in my addiction. I decided to get sober. Thank, thank the universe in 2012. Mm-hmm. I went back to cultivating cannabis, um, and then really just kept evolving with the plant and working with nature and not against it. And the more you work with the plant, the more it reveals about yourself. And I started to, you know, learn more about organic soil and regenerative, you know, farming practices. And then, making actual real cannabis medicine, not Mm. just, not the flower that people smoke. Most people think cannabis, marijuana, pot, ganja, whatever it is, it's, you know, their mind immediately goes to smoking a joint or a pipe or a bong, you know, but there's a whole plethora of modalities um, uh, uh, to ingest cannabis medicine. And I started to learn how to combine the specific compounds uh in the cannabis plant just like um you know avocado and bananas and the food that we eat and other you know medicinal herbs have these plant compounds in there that create healing Mm. within and cannabis is the same way with cannabinoids and which is cbd THC, those are the big two that you hear, but there's a whole um, suite of cannabinoids that we're all still learning about. And then terpenes. And terpenes are what give cannabis its smell and flavor. And for anyone that's listening, um, you might know lavender, right? That smell of lavender, Mm -hmm. right? And we associate that smell with lavender, but that's actually a terpene called linalool. And linalool is what gives lavender its very soothing, kind of sleep-inducing, sedative effects. Linalool is also found in cannabis. So now when you're breaking this, you know, flower apart to look at the specific plant compounds, you can start combining them and making them into some really beautiful medicines that are targeting what we call practical lifestyle solutions, sleep, anxiety, mental health, and kind of falls in that category, uh, as well as gut health for a soothed digestive system where that contributes to mental health as well. 90% of our serotonin, our neurotransmitter that regulates our mood and happiness and sleep cycles is produced in the gut. And then an overall vitality for clarity, focus, performance. So that's um, what we look at when we're designing medicine. What are these specific plant allies uh, found within the plant, hemp plant, cannabis plant, and how can we combine them together 
um, to create those practical lifestyle solutions. So that's been a quite a journey and, um, you know, starting in 2016 coming out of the, you know, traditional market here in California, prop 64, which is the recreational use of cannabis for anyone over 21 years old Mm -hmm. was happening at 2018. So, you know, stumbled through the first few years, you know, with regulations is very overregulated. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know, most recently in March of this year, right during stay at home quarantine, what were, what were we doing with all that time given to us? We, definitely weren't resisting nature mm-hmm. kind of like again work we worked with nature not against it we pivoted and we built a, a e-commerce platform which is the website that you mentioned medicineboxwellness.com we developed three non-thc products from cannabinoids derived from the hemp plant so they contain less than 0.3% thc which is the legal limit federally um, and got approved by Square, and we are now able to uh, have a direct-to-consumer business model Mm. and ship these products to anyone in the United States through the website. So we have a cannabis um, THC-derived product here in the California marketplace. We're only able to go to dispensaries and licensed dispensaries and delivery services, and then also a direct-to-consumer where you can order these products online. Mm, That's fantastic. I was so happy when that prop, the proposition passed because it felt like, it felt like all these shops were popping up left and right in SoCal. And I remember going into these um, stores and they, they were just like candy shops. (laughs) You know, you had uh, CBD and candy, you had them in fizz drinks, you had, you could even buy the plant itself. And I just really, uh, appreciated that California, um, you know, made it recreational, um, but also the medicinal uh, aspects of it. And I know that, you know, we can't necessarily claim anything, but I, you know, for me personally, um, CBD oil has helped me with mild depression and muscle soreness and, mm-hmm. you know, chronic pain. And even this morning, I mean, it's, it's kind of normal for my husband and I, it's like taking a daily multivitamin, yeah, <laughs> if anything, like after is. we work out, we take some CBD oil and I don't feel that pain in my hip as much if I, if I don't take it. Um, I'm also a big fan of lavender oil and I appreciate you mentioning that that little that ingredient i i I apologize i forgot the yeah linalool l-i-n-a-l-o-o-l okay thank you linalool i'm I'm not gonna pronounce it (laughs) but yeah i I, i'm also a big fan of lavender oil i use it in my diffuser every night and when i don't have cbd oil i um you know use it for to relieve my muscles and to you know calm down my headache and i mean it's just amazing how uh healing um mother nature is mm-hmm. and how i guess you know western medicine has actually i do have a question on this and I'm, I'm curious to know if you maybe know the history of this my my husband's very versed in this but i'm curious to know why do you think um cannabis had become illegal and why is it this uphill battle you know <laughs> to say medicinal weed is okay that's a lot to unpack but You can thank President Nixon for that in 1972 with his Drug Policy Act when he made it a Schedule One drug. Mm. So cannabis sativa with THC in it is still a Schedule One drug, Mm. right up, right Schedule Two, cocaine. 
Wow. And heroin. Wow. So think about that for a second. But mm-hmm. the war on drugs in 1972, that has gone all the way from Nixon, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Obama, right? So mm-hmm. that was a um, – I don't want to get too far off on that, but this is this is a huge one for people to understand. Right. That cannabis was used as a tool – against minorities in this country to fill our prison system, Mm. the black communities and the Brown communities and specifically targeting those two communities, which is also a active institutionalized systemic racism. Um, If you follow the money for the prison systems and the data, you will see that I think uh, the amount of black and Brown people that are in prison system for minor infractions of cannabis. And it was used to um, fill the prison systems because prison systems are private in America and they make a lot of money and then follow every drug policy that every successive president enacted Um, George Bush with the crack epidemic and the one-to-one rule with crack and cocaine that it takes, you know, people with crack cocaine affected the black community mm. and pe- the black community were co- and cocaine was more of an affluent white drug in the eighties. Mm. So crack was used to fill the prison systems with black people. And again, let's not look at this as a mental health epidemic or how to treat addiction when the drug war <laughs> was started by our very own CIA and government. Mm. So that schedule one until that's removed, um, there's a lot going on around that cannabis plant. That's more than just medicine that people should understand. If you're a consumer of cannabis, a business owner, um, someone that's becoming curious about cannabis, the history of this plant is extremely important in this country. And until Every minority is out of prison, right? That we don't really quite have a sustainable industry. Definitely mm-hmm. not in California. But there's people that are in prison while there's people outside of prison making money, right? While they're sitting in jail. Mm, wow. And the, and the taxes are being used to put more people in jail because the taxes are used for enforcement. Wow. So there's a lot going on there from a social equitable standpoint. And, um, I'm a, I'm a white, you know, male business owner, but these are the things that, you know, as a, someone that's an entrepreneur that wants to build a socially responsible and environment, environmentally responsible business platform. These are the things that we talk about as a team and it's extremely disheartening. And I know, I know some of the, you know, um, there's some crazy stories of, of, of people, I colleagues that I've, I've met that, you know, went to jail for having a joint, right? Ugh, yeah. Low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if that, I hope that answered, answered the question, but you know, just, you could do some simple research on the war on drugs and how cannabis was, is a, is a tool 
to continue that war on drugs. I'm personally, I, I think you should, we should legalize all drugs. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, I, I appreciate you really sharing the history, um, with drugs and cannabis and, uh, even your perspective. Uh, I think that for people who are not educated, um, in let's say the cannabis industry, for example, it's easy to write off and say, oh, it's bad for you. And so I just want to take a moment here to applaud you for the good work that you're doing for creating. Um, I think that's what I noticed with a lot of cannabis business owners is they're very big on education. Um, mm-hmm. And I appreciate I appreciate that much. Now, I am curious, obviously, we can't fix everything in, in one night no. or one day. But tell me, what has been the impact of medicine box at this point because you've been in it for quite some time you yeah. you know jumped hoops you've been you know you've been through the regulations what has what has the positive impact come out of this so far for you well definitely definitely you know not giving up you know mm-hmm. especially with something that you know you believe in and keeping um, keeping really a, a strong commitment to the the vision of creating sovereignty and health and happiness um, and as much as the entrepreneurial grind is crazy at times and a, a bit maniacal and stressful that, you know, once I can center and, and keep the eyes on the prize, as they say, or the vision, mm-hmm. things start to fall into place like this, this, this podcast, you know, collaboration mm-hmm. is a key pillar for us. And this is a, this is a collaboration right here, you know, and, right. um, you know, being the message is getting out there and building a brand, you know, it's slow and steady mm-hmm. and slow and painful. It's, we're not just a CPG company. That's like throwing widgets out there. Mm-hmm. We want to make a difference through our messaging and, you know, some of the impact that, you know, we've been able to experience is it comes in the form of changed lives, you know, testimonials that people, you know, have, have written us about, you know, uh, getting off a of Xanax, you mm. know, or Ativan or, you know, Zoloft and other antidepressants, um, using it to supplement their spiritual routine, you know, with their meditating or in a, in a yoga practice like that to me, you can't put a price tag on. Yeah. Um, and that to me is the mission that we're trying to create. I, I didn't set out into this cannabis space. You hear the term green rush and all that. If I wanted to make fast, quick money, I would have stayed in the traditional marketplace mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't have tried and taking, you know, bootstrap this whole thing um, to create that that message that I'm, I'm really passionate about and my team is extremely passionate about helping others. I mean, that's the, that's the overall mission and making a dent on the over 70,000 people a year that OD from Mm -hmm. opiates Mm -hmm. and a dent in the mental health epidemic that no one really wants to talk about because there's still stigma around it. More people die from addiction and drug overdoses than coronavirus, everyone. No one's talking about that. Addiction and drinking, cons- alcohol consumption mm-hmm. has gone up since coronavirus. Mm-hmm. No one wants to talk about that though, mm-hmm. right? So there, these are the larger topics that we like to focus on 
because it's not just about CBD. It's not just cannabis. It's not just bottom line revenue. You know, that's, that's our commitment to, you know, being socially and environmentally um, responsible. And it's cutting through, I think a lot of the noise in the industry Mm -hmm. And this big trend of, you know, you mentioned you take CBD oil, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a massive trend of just CBD. And I I use quotations like, because it's more than just CBD, like Mm -hmm. just perspective on that to have a wider perspective, like the Buddhist Dalai Lama say, have a wide perspective on life and you will have a greater chance at creating happiness and joy in your life. CBD oil is not a wide perspective. It can help mm-hmm. a little bit, but over time, you need to open up your perspective on the spectrum of cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. So the 3,000 plus brands that is just CBD oil, um, there's not really much uniqueness between them, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we use a wide spectrum of cannabinoids with other medicinal herbs, you know, chamomile, valerian, lemon balm, catnip, skullcap those all target your central nervous system to help you sleep, to help you relax, to help you kind of combat some stress. We have, you know, cinnamon, uh, fennel, grapeseed, hop extract, all very good digestive tonics with Mm -hmm. CBG, CBD, and CBC that help with your gut health. So we have a, having a wider approach to, combinations of cannabinoids and plant compounds in these specific formulations actually makes it a bit easier for the consumer to understand what they're buying, right? Mm. CBD oil, you'll see all the marketers out there. It helps with pain, inflammation, sleep, all this 99 problems and CBD solved them all. (laughs) I say, hell no, that is not the way to do it because that confuses the consumer because over time it's going to stop working and it is just a spin-off of what big pharma does mm. with their approach single isolated compound to target everything take a take a Xanax which is a benzodiazepine for sleep depression anxiety stress and then what happens you get hooked on it and dependent on it. And you're like, well, I'm not really sleeping any better because I have all this anxiety from it now. And then mm. you get prescribed something else. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the root of it. So we are, we consider more than CBD and being more than CBD and working with nature, not against it. And this wide spectrum actually contributes to more specific lifestyle solutions and i think that has really been a great response that we have received is like wow you're you're doing things differently we've heard mm-hmm. things like you're a little far ahead of what you're far ahead of this and it's like that's exactly where i want to be mm-hmm. like i i don't want to be in the the red ocean right, right with everyone right. else but it's hard mm-hmm. to you know convert consumers but that and having the the message behind what we're doing through those seven pillars that are all medicine too that amplify the products that you're taking right mm-hmm. you take one of our products and meditate on it that there's the entourage effect you're going to you're going to 
experience way more healing than if you're like taking a reactive approach like ow my knee hurts <laughs> like you know it's like or you know i'm stressed well, why are you stressed out mm-hmm. you know like drink some water eat some good food get some good rest mm-hmm. look at it from a wider perspective not like it just one compound is going to save it all that's very yeah. reactive Right. And trust yourself, you know, trust yourself and listen to your body. Cause I think that as soon, just like we said, as soon as people feel pain or they, they wait till they feel pain and they expect, you know, the hospitals to fix it or put a bandaid on it. And I think just like how we were talking at the beginning of this conversation to trust mother nature more, I think we need to trust ourselves more too and trust that the body can heal itself. And we don't right. always need, um, you know, the pharmaceuticals to, you know, put Absolutely. a temporary bandaid on the, on these issues. Right. That's the sovereignty, you know, Mm -hmm. that I speak of. And we've been so, you know, blinded and, you know, by Western medicine and our our medical system. And it has its place, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but like not, not for your everyday, you know, human health and and happiness and preventative medicine is the best medicine. Absolutely. Like you said, you and your husband, I love it. You, it's like you get your daily dose of CBD. Like I think of it as like you get your daily dose of cannabinoid medicine, just like Mm -hmm. you take your Flintstone vitamins, you know, you get your, Mm -hmm. all your B's and C's and D's and E's and, and one, you know, um, one tablet. So, um, again, back to the Corona and all of that. And you mentioned something very potent I wanted to unpack was people are starting to notice to slow down. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. And there's like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses lifestyle and go, 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 go. Like no work-life balance. We get stressed. We get burned out. Boom. The medical Mm -hmm. system's going to fix that. It's like, no, what about having a slow morning? You know, working from home, you know, Mm -hmm. not turning your phone on for the first three, four hours in the morning and having me time jumping into your own world before you jump into everyone else's, which mm-hmm. creates anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And and be with self, focus on what you're doing, whether it's building a business, a relationship, learning music, reading a book, whatever it is. Like that is what's going to raise us out of this mess that we're in. Yeah. Collectively as a human consciousness or the gestalt of this large community. So you know, those are some things that um, I hope your listeners can, you know, go, oh, yeah, you know, I don't need a, I got to be at work at 7.30 and I'm going to sleep till 7 a.m. So I can get all the sleep and then I'm going to jump in my car and grab my coffee and rush and eat uh, everything bagel with, you know, and get to work and be stressed. Yeah, you know, just that's the, the the life of uh, um, living on a hamster wheel. <laughs> that's the world we've been living in. Yeah. So that's the message that COVID. Mm-hmm. It's like people are like resisting it. It's the new normal. No, this this should be normal. Beautiful. This is what should be normal. Like mm-hmm. spending more time with yourself, work life balance, family, friends, relationships, the nuggets of abundance. That is why we're on this freaking planet. Hmm. Wow. Well, Brian, I feel like we only uh, touched the tip of the iceberg with a lot of topics and um, 
and just the industry as a whole. I want to thank you so much for your time and your wisdom you, and, and really for the advocacy that you're doing um, in, with Medicine Box. And I'm just uh, in admiration of the impact you have done so far. And, you know, I, I, I like to say lately I've been saying instead of short-term uh, pain for long-term gain, I say, you know, long-term pain for, for long-term gain, because it, it's not, there's no quick like fix. That. There's no shortcut. It's like, we Never. have to go, we have to do the hard work because it's not just for us. It's for future generations, you know, to have a it different, is. a different, more healthier, better future. And even, yep. you know, heal our own traumas of what, you know, um, even, even what America has given to us. <laughs> and I mean, oh, not yeah. to get political or anything, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a time to, to reset, just like we we're talking about with the Phoenix analogy at the beginning. And um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I can talk to you forever, but all good things yeah. should come to an end. <laughs> so uh, Brian, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure You're speaking welcome. with you today. And uh, to our listeners, if you want to get a hold of Brian Chaplin, again, he is the CEO and founder of Medicine Box. You can learn more about him and his company at medicineboxwellness.com. All right. That said, um, Brian, sorry. Thanks again. <laughs> it's great having you. Thank you, Jen. And Thank to our you. listeners, we will speak with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.